Hello, everyone. So apparently, there is this really popular polygamous relationship between, I gotta make big names, so we're gonna go with Olive Garden, Shoe Shine, and Snappin' Turtle. That That's gonna be the trio. Snappin' Turtle is the man, Olive Garden is the 20-year-old, and then Shoe Shine is like 29. Um, Snappin' Turtle is also 29. So I caught wind of this on YouTube. I uh, follow, well, I subscribe to Paris Milan. Um, I subscribe to a lot of black women that talk about issues in the black community and are pretty much for black women no longer dealing with struggle love. So she had a video about this thruple and it has been going viral on TikTok apparently. And Snappin' Turtle basically, uh, he said out of his own mouth that he was a loser in high school and he his mother had seven kids by seven different men and um apparently he doesn't really have a relationship with his mother and he tried monogamy didn't work he failed i guess cuz he was always cheating and then i guess by that revelation realized that maybe he is poly and he was dating Shine, but she was in the military. And when she was deployed, he met Olive Garden and swooped her up. And basically, when Shine got back from being deployed, they were now a throuple. And this whole situation is, it's just really sad. I mean, I feel bad as a, you know, in my late 20s myself, you know, going through what I've gone through, like dating and stuff like that, I would never, like even at my lowest, consciously, I would never put up with stuff like that. And it's like, they're both consciously aware of this dynamic with this man who hates himself. He doesn't even like black women. And you can tell just by how he talks to black women, how he perceives them. And it's a lot of tone policing that goes on with whenever you pay attention to black men that uh, talk to black women and when black women become very passionate and their voices get louder, um, it's always perceived as some threatening notion. And with the black men who have this perspective of black women that, oh, you're bitter, you're aggressive, you're angry. Like, you know, you don't like black women as human beings. You don't respect us as human beings. So you look at us that way when we're passionately talking about something. And most of the women that are on their lives, that join their lives are black women. And some of them are like very professional about it. And they're very respectful. And you can tell that snapping turtle just gets so irate. And when the couple times he did speak to men, he never answered any questions. And one man said that the way that you're dodging my questions shows me that you're not either educated and or intellectual. Like you're neither of those things because you can't even answer a simple question from another intellectual. And I was like, He's right, though. And I just feel bad because Olive Garden is only like 20. And it seems that she's very like ditzy and bubbly. But I think Snappin' Turtle uses that to his advantage to manipulate and control her. And then Shoeshine, being in her late 20s, 
um, she's also identified as bisexual, she is being deprived of what she actually wants. Because if now y'all were monogamous and now y'all are a thruple, she cannot be with a woman that also likes women. So now neither one of them are getting what they want because Olive Garden is monogamous from what I've gathered watching a couple of snippets of the lives and everything. And she initially uh, had like a post that she made telling her story of how she got in this throuple and how she was just on LinkedIn. I guess she spoke to this guy. They stayed connected over time. So to me, that means he was cheating on Shine because you was in Olive Garden DMs and you was messaging her, hyping her up, building that connection so that you can, you know, get her to be with you and manipulate her. But anyway, um, Olive Garden fell for the okie doke and I guess saw something in him or, you know, something fake that he showed in him that she thought was good. And she thought that that was the person for her. She was dreaming about being in this relationship with one person because she's monogamous. And she flew to see him one time it was just friendly. Nothing happened. Then when she flew the next time, she booked a one-way ticket. And the way she's saying it, she brought herself out there. He didn't pay for this. I guess she flew out there and he was selling dreams. He was like, you know, I want to be with you, blah, blah, blah. But then Shine came back from being deployed after Olive Garden and Snap and Turtle were like in a relationship to what Olive Garden's perspective was. And now they're in almost this forced poly situation where Olive Garden is monogamous. She wants Snapping Turtle. Shine is bi, but was willing to be with Snapping Turtle by himself. Now that he introduced a monogamous woman that is not bi, now Shine is deprived of pretty much everything she wants because she can't even be in a throuple with another woman that's bi. He went and got a straight woman to be with a bi woman to both be with him. And that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. And Shine even was asked a question. Somebody asked her, oh, how do you feel that you're in a throuple, but you're with another woman who does not like women like yourself? And she was just like, well, I just trust his judgment. Like, it's it's sounding like bird brain. And I was just like, it's really sad because you can see mentally that they're already gone. Like this this man has probably endured so many terrible things. And through that, he became a mastermind of manipulation to get what he wants out of life. Because maybe with all the stuff that happened with the seven other kids by seven other men, something with his dad happened. He don't really talk to his mom. Like something happened to where he was like, you know what? If y'all are going to treat me like this and I'm going to be treated like this, because remember he said he was a loser in high school. He was like, if everybody's going to do me like this, you know what? I'm going to rise above this and I'm going to figure out how I can come out on top. And I gotta, I, I'm going to use whatever I need by any means necessary to get what I want because all of y'all are treating him bad. So it makes sense. But to do it this way and then to have almost like these women are slaves to you is scary. And like, 
I don't even know if he even likes women because whenever he's in some of these lives, he wiped Shushan's kiss off his mouth. And then when they both had their hands on him, he moved both of their hands off. Like he didn't want to be touched. He just wanted to argue on live with these other black women that were asking questions about, you know, the situation. And then there was an older woman. She said she used to be Polly. Um, she was in a situation where they were Polly, um, the girlfriend stayed at home and, um, they both like girls and I guess it was one man. So what happened is I guess one of them ended up in the hospital for something. And she was like, because there were no legal bounds to the thruple, nobody was able to do anything for that person that was hospitalized because legally, in the hospital, they're going to go to the husband. That's who's going to get power of attorney by law. And if that's not the case, then they, it's going to go to next of kin. So if you're in a thruple and you don't have anything legally tying you to give, I guess, another person authority to make decisions medically on your behalf, you're screwed. And so this older woman was telling these two women in this thruple, like, y'all are going to be screwed if something happens to y'all because this man does not care about your well-being. Like, there were no assets in any of the women's names. Everything was under his name. So if something was to happen, they're going to be dead broke. And the only money that they would have is money from their private or their own business account, which he claimed that they all have. They all have a joint account. They all have an individual business account. And they all have a personal account. And it just sounded like a whole lot of mess. And... The woman that is older, Shushine, who is the older of the two, I just feel like why, you know, I'm not even going to say that I don't get it because I do get it as a woman that, you know, we all suffer suffer with low self-esteem. We all suffer with um, actually believing that we are worth more. It's not the fact that we know we're worth more, like you know that you deserve more, but it's believing that. And and the believing it is where a lot of us fall short because you can say, oh, I want this. I deserve this. I deserve that, blah, blah, blah. But if you don't actually believe it, you're not going to stand on it. And then you're going to end up in situations like this, or you're going to end up in situations where you're getting cheated on or in a situationship. And it's because of that, the lack of belief in what you deserve. Um, and that shows through your actions. So shine. And I'm only using these names because, I don't know, you got to be careful on social media. But Shushan, basically, um, I just feel like she really really settled for it. And I feel like because she had grown such an attachment to this man while she was deployed in the army, basically, she could have, you know, not made it back. And I guess this man was here for her. So I think she feels some type of maybe she feels in debt to him to some degree. Maybe he sent her money when she was like, he must have done something or mentally has made her feel a type of way that she feels indebted to him. Because the fact that when somebody asked her directly, they asked Shushine, how do you feel not getting what you want while he's getting what he wants in this relationship? And she said, I trust his judgment. She didn't even identify herself as a human being that's capable of making decisions. That's pretty scary. 
That's pretty scary. And um, if you want to know who these people are, um, I think, what is the name of that TikToker? Uh, oh, P- Polly Clowns. If you look up Polly Clowns on TikTok, you'll know who I'm talking about. And um, Polly Clowns, basically, I guess that's some type of a, a username to hide their identity, of course. And pretty much they expose this throuple and pretty much just show the dynamics and the toxicity and, and what's going on that you can see on lives. And the snapping turtle has a very short fuse. Um, it doesn't take much for him to get irritated or irate or even belligerent. And it's sad that a lot of women who are on these lives asking them questions, they're trying to save these two women. And especially Olive Garden because they feel like she's just very naive and it was just easy for her to take advantage of because per Olive Garden's perspective, she thought she met her dream man by herself. She thought it was just them two. So he was selling dreams. And a lot of a lot of men do this because they know they won't get the woman that they want if they don't sell something that she's willing to buy. And so Olive Garden was willing to buy into this dream because that's what she's always wanted. That's what most women always want. But Shushan being, you know, doing her own thing, being deployed and doing that did not think she was going to come home to her boyfriend now being with another woman. And that is just crazy that she had to forcefully adjust to that by choice, though, because even though he definitely has brainwashed them to some degree, at some point, if you're in your late 20s, you've been in the in the military, you've basically almost come close to losing your life. I'm sure that you've learned enough things to know that this is not healthy. Like, you know that and you're aware of that, but your self-esteem won't let you leave because you feel like you're not going to meet nobody else or you feel like, uh, I don't know. And, and to be by, like, you could be with a woman as well. Like, so it's like you have plenty of options out there, but you're choosing to stay enslaved in a situation that you're not even happy in. One person thought she was getting beat up on because somebody said she, it looked like she had a knot on the side of her head. She had a scratch on her. Her under her eyes were dark. Like people are really concerned about these two women. And instead of them actually listening to people who have gone through that or who have dealt with similar things, they're on the defense because they're trying to defend what they're worth. They feel like if you're coming for their relationship or you're coming for how the dynamic is, you're trying to say that basically as a person, you suck in your trash. And that's that's why they're so defensive, because otherwise you wouldn't be feeling so attacked if you felt like these people were onto something. Like as a person, you feel attacked when you feel like people are coming for you, whether they're telling the truth or not. People that's trying to talk down you or attack your character, you feel like automatically I have to defend myself against these lies. So it seems like these two women are doing that. Anytime somebody comes and says anything like Olive Garden apparently has only one friend and her parents don't approve of their relationship. 
but claims that the parents only don't approve of the poli side, but they approve of the dynamic otherwise. It just, you know, parents only know what you tell them, but also parents know their children. If they were in your life, all of your life, they know when something is wrong. So I think her parents are concerned, but because she's of age and she's an adult, they can't really say anything because she's going to do what she wants to do. So as an observer of these things, I feel like she, both of them are experiencing some type of abuse, whether it be verbal, physical, um, mental. I don't want to say it's physical because I don't have the evidence to say that, but you can tell that it's definitely mental and verbal because there was a, a live and Olive Garden told Snapping Turtle, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And Snapping Turtle said, excuse me, like he's a woman. Anyway, he said, excuse me. And she said, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And he's like, no, you don't go to the bathroom. I'm just looking like, hold on. I don't even think she's present. You can't be present mentally and hear something like that and think that it's okay. You just can't. I don't know what Olive Garden went through. I don't know if she just felt like she really, really believed this was her person. When somebody is for you, they're not going to drag you in no situation that you don't want to be in. And that's just very, very basic principle. And um, experiencing that, seeing that, hearing about it as a person, it's like Nobody can really take you out of a situation because you got to really take yourself out of it. Now, there are situations physically that, you know, might be way more difficult to do. So we're not going to go into that one. But as far as verbal and mental, at some point, you're going to get emotionally tired of being treated less than. Eventually, whether it take you months, years, a decade, everybody has a point when they finally feel tired. And I think Olive Garden is not there yet because she, I don't know, believes this is her person. And then Shine feels stuck. She's keeping herself stuck, but she feels in her perspective that she's just stuck in this situation because she agreed to it. And the thing is, he even said if they were to be with other men or try to bring another man in the situation, he would leave them both in a heartbeat. So... I don't even know how much he actually has feelings for either of these women and cares about their well-being. If you're mad that Olive Garden wanted to go to the bathroom, why is she even telling you that? Like, why? Like, it was just a weird thing to see. You can tell on her face that Olive Garden was just taken aback by when Snapper Turtle said, excuse me, almost to say, like, what do you think you're about to do right now? And I felt like seeing that is just so sad. It is just so sad. And it's just like, I cannot believe that she's sitting here willingly dealing with this. And that's why I don't feel like mentally these women are well. Because when your self-esteem is low, your self-worth is low, mentally you're not well. Because you don't, you don't have the rationale to make co- like a coherent decision and to understand 
that something that you're in is hurting you physically, mentally, whatever, spiritually, all of that. It's hurting you because you're depressed, you're sad, you don't feel happy, you feel drained, you feel like it's a chore. You Like if you feel all those things, then that means that the situation you're in is not healthy for you. But the only time that you're actually going to leave it is when you finally reach that breaking point. When, when, that di- when that disrespect is finally so bad to the point where you're just like, this person cannot come back from it, then you'll leave. Or whether the whatever they told you was so bad that you cannot see yourself forgiving it, then you'll leave. But it's just so sad that these women are in this situation. And I don't, I don't know if, um, I don't think the two women even really get along because what was weird is, first of all, if it's a poly relationship, I don't know much about that because I've never done it, probably never will in my entire life. Um, but I do know that if it's poly, it's a relationship with all the people involved. But in their dynamic, Snap and Turtle said, Olive Garden and Shine do not have a relationship. They both have a relationship with me, but they don't have a relationship with each other because Olive Garden does not like girls. Hold on, what? That don't have nothing to do with all of y'all being in a relationship. If it's a thruple, then it's a thruple. But you're keeping the two women at a distance so you can have them both to yourself whenever you feel like it. And it's just sick. Like, it's just it's a, it's more of like a sense of control and um it's just not good because people that are in healthy poly relationships I don't think that they practice that. I don't think that they say I can be with you but you and her cannot be together. That doesn't even sound poly to me. That just sounds like you want to cheat on both of them or you're creating a situationship and labeling it as poly just to say it's committed to some degree when you're not committed to either one of these women. In a poly situation, they're committed to each other, all three, all four, however many people are involved. It's a committed relationship amongst that. So whatever situation that they have is not even a relationship, if that's the case. It's just a sense of him on a power trip trying to undo the years of his life where he felt worthless and trying to prove to the world that he's better than you or that he's better than his situation and he can get any woman that he wants or whatever. But um, it's just really sad to see. And I hope that if anybody's in a situation like that, I hope that you get the strength to just really sit down with yourself and ask yourself some questions if you really feel like this is worth it, if you really feel like this is what you deserve, or do you feel like this is it, like it's not going to get better? Do you really think that the situation you're in, that there's nothing better than that? Like, do you really, really believe that you cannot get better? Or this is as good as it gets in your whole entire life? You think that this situation that you're in, that you get dogged, you think that this is the best you can get. You think that there is nothing better than that. When there's millions of people on this planet. And I'm just trying to put that into perspective because I don't know who all listens to this. 
directly. I know a lot of my friends do. Um, and I don't have any friends that are in any situations like that. I have friends that may have been in situationships. Um, but as far as like poly, um, like being aware of it, I, I don't know of that in any of my friendships. But I do know that I have friends that have been in very toxic situations and have stayed longer than they should have. And um, also a lot of times I've heard people justifying staying in unhealthy situations. I mean, I did the same thing. Like I did the same thing. I was right there with you in the trenches. And honestly, people got tired of me talking about the situation that I was in for so long and not leaving. So I I get all of that. I, I under, understand all of it. I'm right there with you. But I, I I had reached my breaking point. You know, it took a while, though. I will say that. It really did took, take a while. And that's the only reason why I feel like I kind of get more shoe shine perspective. Because she probably also thought this was the person for her. He was there for her when she was deployed which that can be very scary. Um, I guess he would see her. I, I don't really know, but I I would think that he made time to see her when he could. When she was like coming back, they probably spent time together before she went back off to be deployed. And when somebody is 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 acting like a Tony Award actor and they're doing all the things that you feel the person for you would do that now has breeded a very strong attachment to that person and attachment you think of it like think of it like a leech that's on your skin if you try to pull that leech off you're probably going to rip off a whole chunk of skin and it's going to be hard to pull it off anyway so attachment to me is more like that I don't think love personally is like a leech. (laughs) I think that's attachment and I think that's trauma bonds. And I think they're like leeches all over your body that you, when you try to pull it, it hurts you. You try to get, you could try to get away from it and it hurts you. And that's attachment. So a lot of people just stay because it's easier. It's easier to just deal with it. You've been dealing with it for this long. What's another however many years or days or months or whatever, you know, it's not that big a deal. But it really is a big deal. It really truly is a big deal. And I just, I get a little bit of it, but I was not in a situation where I visibly could see that, like, in my presence, there is another woman there. Like, I've seen it through phones Like, I've seen that it was lurking, but I didn't really have any confirmation that that situation was a manifested situation. I just knew in person, me and this person are here in real time together. Anything outside of that kind of was just up for debate because of when you have feelings for somebody like that, you see it, but you're like, you really care for that person and somehow delusionally they can do no wrong in your eyes, even if it is wrong, even if you do argue about it, in your heart you still love this person. So you still want to be with them regardless. And that's a very hard attachment because 
I use the word love because I think it was on your side. But on the other person's side, if they loved you, they wouldn't be dogging you out like that. It's just very simple. We like to believe that love is something very, very tumultuous, but it's not. Yes, you're going to have disagreements. You might argue a little bit here and there, but they're not going to treat you less than what you deserve. They're still going to treat you well. But when we're in toxic situationships or whatever situation, they're not treating you well. They don't even respect you enough to be honest. Because we're going to take it back all the way to one plus one equal two. They don't even respect you enough to be honest. A child can be honest, but a grown person that you, you say you love or that says they love you can't even be honest with you. That's something that you need to question. That's something that you need to question. When Shushan was deployed and she came back and Snapping Turtle was not honest with her, she should have took that and ran with it and moved on. But she decided, oh, you know, whatever she decided. I don't know. Olive Garden just popped up one day and he thought, I guess he was very attracted to her and wanted to keep her. He was he was orbiting her. We're going to use some of the emotional uh, vocabulary. He was orbiting her and then gaslit her, love bombed her. And now she is a consistent source of supply because because we, we talk about emotions and stuff here. We're, we're going to talk about the, the narcissism that's underlying this whole thing. Now, I don't think he's a narcissist. I think he's mentally ill and. The diagnosis of that, I am not uh, a therapist and I'm not a psychotherapist. I don't have degrees in those fields. But as a medical professional, he definitely needs some professional help. And these two women also need professional help. And um, when you get professional help, though, I will say a caveat to that is because I had... Um, I had spoke to somebody the other day and they told me that they take um, antidepressants. And I asked them, I said, does that medication actually work for you? And she told me, no, it, it, nothing really actually helps. And she said, you know, um, you, you try different things. You go to therapy, you take meds. But at the end of the day, nothing really, really helps you. And I was just like, hmm, that's interesting. Because in my mind, I'm like, if you're seeking solutions to help whatever situation that you're feeling, I would think that the solution is helping you. And if it's not helping you, you will find another one. But if you tried them all and nothing helps, then I think at that point you need to tap into spirituality to some some kind, whatever you got to do spiritually, you probably need to do that because Western medicine is not helping. And Western medicine is not always holistic. They do have some that incorporate holistic, um, I guess, treatment, but a lot of them don't do that because I guess they feel like there's no money in it. But I just hope that if these women go to therapy and this man goes to therapy that they can actually heal from whatever it is that's keeping them bound to this very unhealthy and abusive situation. Like, 
I feel bad for them. Um, I'm going to pray for them because that's all I can do as an outsider. But Snapping Turtle definitely has some anger issues. And he definitely does not respect black women as human beings. Um, and it's sad. It is sad to see. Even even other black men got on his platform just to say, I don't like how you talk to women. And then the girlfriends don't say anything when he's talking crazy. But I get why they're not saying anything because, I mean, you can't really control somebody like that, even though he's controlling them. But they feel like he's grown. He can say whatever he wants to say, which is also true. Um, but the way that he's saying it is definitely not helpful to anybody. And it's just showing that he has a lack of character and he has a lack of respect. Um, unfortunately, it's it seems to be more toward black women. Nobody really knows. And nobody really knows this man's sexuality because I feel like that's also up for debate. I mean, if you see the dynamic and you see how he moves and, and things that agitate him and you know, the way that he demeans women and his two partners, I just question if he even wants a woman at all. That That's just me personally, because what you learn as you get older is the men who dog women out the most are the ones struggling with their sexuality because they, they don't want to accept it. But you would be helping so many people if you would just accept who you are. You know, like you would really be helping everybody, especially yourself. I think a lot of people are on the spectrum. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But be honest about it, though. Be honest about it. Um, because that's the least you can do is, is practice honesty. But that's it for this episode. I know it's kind of long because it was like a lot of stuff happening. And I feel like I didn't even get to see enough to have a a better perspective but I saw enough to where it was concerning to see and also um I just really hope that any woman that feels that you getting dogged out cheated on lied to whatever any woman that feels like that's okay I'm here to tell you that it is not it's not and and that person does not care about you to the extent that you want them to. I'm not saying that they don't care about you at all because I'm sure as as human beings and how we um, form relationships, I'm sure that they care about you to some degree, but it is not the degree that you want because if it was, it wouldn't look like that because when you care about somebody, are you lying to them? Are you dogging them? Are no, typically you're not. Now, if you do that and you say that that's love, that's a whole nother issue. And that's another rabbit hole. I don't have time to go down today. Um, but you probably need to look at that as to why you identify love as things that hurt you. And and that's a whole issue in itself. Or you're so used to chaos and you're so used to drama that without it, you feel bored. Without it, you feel like they don't like you or they don't want to sleep with you, or they don't, um, they're not attracted to you if they're not getting mad about something. But that's not okay either. Nobody should be just getting mad at you just for being and anything like that, even if you don't like something. Um, and I'm just speaking more so from experience. And being 
a person that's really truly never been with somebody that actually cared about you and truly loved you, like truly, I'm not saying they didn't love you, but I mean truly. I've never, I've never experienced it. A lot of us have never experienced it and we don't want to be honest about it. But honestly, I know, I know for a fact that that being truly loved is not that. It's none of that stuff we just talked about. It's not none of that toxic stuff, that abusive stuff. That is not what being truly loved looks like. It's not. It is not. So hopefully you will take away something from us talking about this thruple, this poly, polyamorous relationship. And I don't even know if I'm even using that word correctly. And I think that's why people just kind of say poly now, because you have polygamy, you have polyamory. You know, there's other, I think polygyny is another one. I, You know, they have all these other facets to it. But I mean, if poly is really your dream and that's really your dream relationship, by all means, please do that. And please be honest about it. Because you're, when you're not honest, you're mentally abusing somebody because now you're taking their choice away. And now we're looking at coercion because now you're going down that, that road. And nobody wants to be looked at like that, but that's what you're doing. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry to tell you that, that you're you looking like a monster a little bit. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Don't get mad at me. I'm just saying, when you're taking away somebody's choice and coercing them into being in a relationship, into sleeping with you, into doing things they don't want to do, and using their feelings for you as as a tool to manipulate, you're sick in the head. And, and you might possibly need to go be in a straitjacket in the room full of pillows on the wall, but I'm not a professional uh, therapist, like I said. But you, you along them lines, you along them lines and, and you're hurting people. And the only reason I'm, I'm saying those things is because I know you have hurt people and they didn't deserve it. So you need to go be locked up somewhere. You do, because you need to learn why you're like that. And maybe you need time to isolate yourself to figure that out. And I really don't know if people can help. I don't even know if people like that can really be helped. I think especially if you've been living your life so long in this very abusive mindset and this very manipulative 40 laws of power type of thing, you know, to me, anybody that's that talk about that 40 laws of power book, I'm running away. I'm running away from you. All that book is teaching you is how to control and manipulate people. Why would you want to do that? Why do you want to take people's choices away? Why don't you want to be honest so that they can make a consensual decision to whether be with you or not, or be your friend or not, or do this business or not? People just don't like to be honest anymore. And, and that's really the bottom line with the problem with this whole world we live in. People just love to lie and lying gets paid. I mean, it is what it is. But... um. If you if you like to hurt women, um, I'm gonna go buy you one of them white leather jackets, and I'm gonna just uh, you know, put that jacket on you, and I'm gonna just have I'm gonna bring you to like um a hotel room. You know, you got a comfortable bed, and then I'm gonna close the door and lock it, 
because you need to stay away from the people you hurting. You, you need to. This snapping turtle man need to be locked up somewhere. And matter of fact, I think it would be better for them to go to a mental health institution. And I know movies depict them very scary like that. They're not scary. Because when I had to go do hours one time for school, I had to observe a mental health facility. It's not scary in there, but a lot of people's eyes look very lifeless. And if you believe in spirituality, it's a lot of demons in there. And you can feel, you can like feel the darkness. And I remember that's just how I know people, you know, we don't really understand all the laws of spirituality, but energy does not lie. Energy doesn't lie. But the fact that this snapping turtle, man, he need to go be with his tribe in the mental health institution and get him some real help and, and don't leave till he's like a changed person. Because I really feel bad for Olive Garden and Shoeshine. I really do. I know it just sounds funny when I'm saying their names, but I really feel bad. Like I like I really feel bad. And the fact that now I think one of them is black. I think Olive Garden is biracial. And I think that she doesn't claim to be black. Like she claims like, oh, I'm biracial. I'm mixed. I'm mixed. I'm mixed. That type of thing, which don't nobody like people like that because we can see that. Like we we know what's your point, you know, like that's why I think and that's a question for another day. But the biracial versus black debate, because now that now we going down that avenue and, you know, these are just sparking a lot of different different conversations that cannot be had on this one episode because I know this one is long. But I'm telling you, you better escape while you can, while you still got some life in you. You still got some fight in you. You better use that and run. I don't get you a one-way flight all the way to the other side of the U.S. First of all, Shine is in the military. She will be fine if she leaves now. The longer she stays, I, I don't know what's going to happen to her. Olive Garden, she can always just go back to her parents. I think her parents are really worried about her. Um, But... Shine says she close with her mom. Her mom is her best friend. But I'm trying to figure out, like, why she why she not listening to her mama yet? Like, I know we get annoyed with our parents because we think they know everything. Um, or we think that they're trying to control us. But sometimes they can see things and they think you're going down the wrong way. And she could be worried about her losing her life to this man. Because that's the thing, when you have men that he, remember he said he was a loser? You have men that was like treated like that all their life. They have this anger and it just builds up and it builds up and it builds up over years, years and years and years and years. It, it might peek its head out sometimes in relationships. He might like scream at you. Sometimes it'll come out, but it's building up. It's still building up until he hits you upside your head. And that's why people try to warn you when they see signs of toxic men or signs of toxic women or signs that somebody is they they're just getting to their breaking point and they're gonna take it out on you. This man, Snapping Turtle, has 
I guess, felt like he's never been loved. He doesn't know what love is. He doesn't know how to love. And he's angry. He's angry about that. I mean, and you got a right to be, but you definitely don't have no right to be manipulating and abusing women to feed your ego and validate your existence every time you wake up in the morning to feel like you're doing something you're not. And a lot of people want to say they kings, but you don't have no kingdom. You don't have no kingdom. So you're not a king. I'm just I'm just here to tell you that you still working. You building up. Your goal is to be that. Be honest about it. Don't be just calling yourself a king and you sitting here have to control people. Kings don't do that. Kings are honest and you don't have no choice but to respect that because they're honest and you decide what you want to do with that information. They're not going to coerce you. They're not going to manipulate you. And that's how kings move. But the rest of y'all, Dusties and um, Pookies and Ray Rays and whoever else, y'all got to lie to get women. You have to manipulate. You have to gaslight. You have to love bomb. You're not a king. You are a clown. And so I will end it here.